drink and dance all night. Now let's talk of diapers and pacifiers and our pants are feeling tight. Bottle service with BKP. Bottle service with BKP. Hi, everyone. Welcome to week 30 of Pregnancy. I'm your host, Sarah Merrill Hall. I'm the comedy writer and personality behind the Instagram blog and podcast, Big Kid Problems. And I'm also currently 30 weeks pregnant with you. Welcome to the show, guys. All right. We are in week 30. That means only 10 more weeks to go. The countdown is on. Like, I will be counting us down these last 10 weeks. And I don't know about you, but it is starting to feel kind of real, right? Like, it's starting to feel kind of close now that we're counting down. But we're definitely in the home stretch. Like, I hope you're feeling good this week. I know I'm still feeling pretty good. This is probably like the best I felt all pregnancy has really been these last few weeks. And maybe that's different for everyone, but I know I suffered for a very long time through this pregnancy. So I'm just happy to have a couple weeks where I'm actually, you know, feeling myself, feeling pretty good. We just got back from our baby moon a few days ago, which was so fun. But damn, let me tell you, I am beat. Like, we didn't even do anything crazy. Like, we basically laid around a pool all day and ate French fries. Um, but I, I don't know. Maybe it's the traveling. It just took it out of me. Like, I, I probably need four to five business days to recover after a flight these days, which is, which is sad. But here we are. Um, one thing I wanted to share with you this week because... I learned this the hard way on our on our baby moon, um, but it's that if you are pregnant, you need to be extra extra careful in the sun. <laughs> okay, I think you can probably already guess where I'm going with this, but your girl was pretty fucking stupid in South Florida this this last weekend, and I don't know what came over me because I am usually a sun psycho. I grew up in South Florida. I've learned my lessons. You know, I am now like, you know, I'm too old for this shit. I'm in my 30s. Like I wear SPF every day on my face. If I, I rarely go out in the sun, but when I do, I'm like an SPF 75 kind of bitch. I sit in the shade. I don't even try and tan anymore. Like that's just not my vibe. But I don't know what came over me, guys. Like I... We know we went to Miami. I think what happened is um, we we only had three days in Miami and two of those days were super cloudy, super windy. We couldn't go to the pool. So on that third day when the sun came out and the pool was looking real good, like I just like I went for it. You know, I haven't I haven't been this stupid, I'd say probably since college circa 2010. You know, on my, I remember this vividly on my junior year spring break, a similar thing happened where like it was pretty cloudy the first few days of our spring break. And then like I, you know, the day that the sun came out, I was like, let me catch up to everyone because everybody else was really tan around me. Like, you know, this was the early 2000s, like being orange was like super, you know, trendy 
And I'm a very, very pale chick. So I was like, let me go all out. I, you know, on the spring break trip, I probably spent like an hour in the sun before I even put sunscreen on. And then I just had second degree burns for the rest of that spring break trip. Like I literally like every, all my friends were hanging out at the beach and like, I couldn't even be outside in the sun for the rest of spring break. So you'd think that like, I would have learned my lesson then. But yes, back on this honeymoon, you know, I head down to the pool on that third day and I'm like, let me just get my base coat. Let me just get my base coat. So I, I had a SPF on my face. I had a little bit, you know, on my, on my chest, neck, but I didn't put any on my stomach. You guys, so stupid. Like my, I, I applied maybe like 20 minutes after getting down there, but it was too late. The damage was done and my belly was so blistering bright red after this and that's the problem is it never happens right away you know like we were laying out there and um it happened a couple hours later Brandon looked over at me he's like oh shit you got too much sun and this is actually a thing so I looked it up and actually if you are pregnant the increased hormone levels coursing through your body cause your skin to become more sensitive and burn more easily. So I'm already a person who burns easily and then you add pregnancy on top of it. Also, I mean, your skin, especially on your stomach is spread very thin, you know, because it's been stretched so far. And so you're even more susceptible to getting burnt at this stage. So if I can impart any wisdom to you from this week is that especially if you're going to be laying out um, or going on a baby moon or doing anything in the sun you just want to be so so careful wear that SPF make sure you reapply because you are going to be much more likely to burn at this stage which like I said I learned the hard way after that first day in the sun the rest of our trip was like pretty sunny I couldn't really, I had to sit in the shade the rest of the weekend. The same thing happened. I'm, I'm definitely too old to be learning these lessons, but I figured I would, I would share that wisdom with you and hopefully you guys are a little bit more careful. Other than that one little snafu on the baby moon, I, I was kind of calling this week, like the feeling myself, like I'm in the feeling myself stage of pregnancy. Um, which is kind of funny just because like I, I finally, I was so, I mean, you guys, if you've been listening to this show, you know, I've been so miserable this whole pregnancy. I have not felt cute. I have wondered why they say there is such a thing as a pregnancy glow because I sure as fuck have not felt it once this whole pregnancy until now. (laughs) I'm so happy. It hit me while I happened to be on my baby moon. And it's partially maybe because I was like washing my hair and like putting on makeup and actually putting on real clothes. Um, but I just felt cute. I felt like I, I feel like my belly at this stage in pregnancy is at its peak cuteness. Um, I think feeling better is also helping, you know, like I'm not just like doubled over in pain or feeling nauseous. Like I felt pretty good and, um, it was cool. I mean, I put on, this is my first time putting on a bathing suit and, you know, a long ass time, definitely since I've been pregnant. And, um, I just think it's amazing. Like I was like looking at my body in the mirror. And just like felt really cute, you know, like 
first of all, I think the belly distracts from any other any other things that you might your eyes might focus on when you look at yourself in the mirror. You know, when you put it on a ba- on a bathing suit, like I'm very guilty of like focusing in on my cellulite and like looking at all the negatives. When you've got a big ass belly popping out, that's really where your attention is drawn. So I felt cute in a bathing suit. I guys, I was feeling myself so hard this week that I even posted a bikini pic on Instagram. I haven't done that since my 20s, you know, like I was, your girl was feeling good and God bless my friends. Um, everybody needs this to some degree, I think during pregnancy, but like my girls were hyping me up so hard on Instagram and I I was like, am I Beyonce? Like, you know, like I, I posted a couple photos from Miami and just people were so nice and like saying being like you look beautiful like you have the glow blah 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 like just hyping me up and I'm realizing how important that is like moving forward even after this pregnancy whenever I see other pregnant chicks like I now know how important it is to hype them up make them feel good um so hopefully you have some hype girls in your corner at this at this juncture in life it really it really does help um, they do say in pregnancy, this is a time around week 30 where like you're going to start getting more glances. You're going to start, people are going to be noticing a lot more. And I would definitely say that that was true this week. Again, maybe because I was wearing like actual clothes and um, like tighter dresses where you could see that I was pregnant. But we went out to dinner a couple times and like girls in the bathroom, like girls would walk by and like stop me and like ask me about my pregnancy, which I thought was really nice. Um, we had, we had a, a new mom holding her like one year old son sitting next to us at dinner. And we ended up like, she like leaned over and she's like, you look so great. Oh, I miss being pregnant, blah, blah, blah. And I was asking her about her baby and all of that. Um, it is, it is fun at this stage. I think like there's like definitely like this like awesome mom community, you know, of support and women who are supporting you, who know what it's like, who have maybe been there, which I think is, is awesome. I will say, uh, what's weird is like, I did get a couple troll comments, <laughs> which is to be expected. I mean, you know, it, it happens whenever I do get troll comments, it's usually from guys. You know, I think women like really appreciate another pregnant woman. Uh, You know, they appreciate the changes in body. I I always think when I see another pregnant belly, like even before I got pregnant, I always thought it was really cute and really beautiful. Um, But some men don't don't agree and they can all go fuck themselves as far as I'm concerned. Anyway, <laughs> that was my experience this last week. I had a lovely little week 30. I hope you guys are feeling yourselves too. You also, you may be experiencing some familiar symptoms because they say at week 30, they're back. A lot of the old early pregnancy symptoms you thought were behind you may be coming back to haunt you, at least to some extent. Um, a couple of these are the need to pee all the time. I do remember earlier in pregnancy having to pee a lot and like it kind of went away and it's definitely picking up right now. And that is because baby's head is now pressing on your bladder. Um, tender breasts are coming back. Oh, that's, that's something to look forward to, but they are gearing up for that milk production, which is why they might start to feel super, super tender again. And then that wonderful fatigue and pregnancy heartburn, 
will be rearing its head again if it ever left. I mean, I've talked to a lot of you who like have had steady heartburn your entire pregnancy. Um, I've definitely had a little bit. I've had other symptoms that have been worse, but like definitely anytime I eat basically anything, (laughs) any kind of full meal, I'm getting like some level of like a little bit of heartburn. And okay, not to brag, but speaking of heartburn, I did get sent like a care package from Tums this week. Your girl is clearly a Tums influencer now, um, highlight of my career. But I did want to point out, so one, I did get this box from Tums and they sent a couple new flavors that I haven't tried. If you've been listening to this podcast, you know I'm partial to the smoothie flavor. But they have these new Tums that I had never seen before that are like chewy. They're like, they're called chewy Tums and they're delicious. Like they are like crack cocaine, basically. Like I, per, I would prefer those over candy. Like I... I was very impressed. So if anyone's out shopping uh, in the next few weeks trying to take care of their heartburn, maybe pick up the chewy pack of Tums. They're much better than like the original ones that are like chalky and kind of weird. Um, but wanted to wanted to share that with you guys. Uh, another symptom you could be facing at this time is having trouble sleeping. This is something a lot of us face throughout pregnancy, but especially now they say this is a time where you might be having like super vivid dreams, shit's starting to get weird. And then obviously combined with that more frequent urination, you're going to get woken up more throughout sleep. Um, I've definitely noticed that. Oh my God, on this trip, I was getting up like six times a night to pee. I'm like, I thought I was done with this. It's definitely getting real. I did actually get a really good tip, a good listener tip uh, about the increased urination situation. Somebody slid into my DMs and said, if you are experiencing this, a trick is to when you're sitting on the toilet, like actually lift up your belly a little bit. And that's going to help position your bladder to empty out more. So I thought that was genius. Um, I've tried it. I just like literally yesterday got this tip. So I I tried it like once or twice. Um, going to keep doing it, especially as we were only getting bigger. This problem is only going to progress. So give that a try. See if it helps you empty out your bladder. Because I, I have noticed that a lot of times when I pee, like I get up and then like five minutes later, I feel like I have to pee again. So that's probably part of the reason is you're not emptying emptying out your bladder enough if that makes sense so try that little lifting of the belly technique let me know if it works this podcast is brought to you by parallel the prenatal vitamin that changes with you throughout your motherhood journey from preconception each individual trimester into motherhood and even for your partner too their vitamin packs offer targeted nutrition for wherever you are in your reproductive life cycle we all know it's important to take a prenatal vitamin throughout pregnancy but i love knowing that i'm getting some extra thoughtful supplements with my prenatal for my particular stage of pregnancy Right now we are in the third trimester and believe it or not, our nutritional needs are changing. Parallel's third trimester pack helps prepare your body for birth while supporting your baby's rapid growth with probiotics, additional calcium and magnesium, added omegas, and of course that full spectrum prenatal vitamin. 
So wherever you are in your pregnancy journey, check out parallelhealth.com. They are offering a special 20% discount just for our listeners with code BIGKID20. Again, that's parallelhealth.com and use that code BIGKID20 for 20% off. All right, let's talk about what's happening with baby at week 30. We've got lots of good things happening. So right now, baby is as big as a zucchini this week. They're about 15.7 inches long and weigh just about three pounds. And like we said last week, they are putting on about a half of a pound per week for the next seven weeks. Remember how long it took to get your baby up to a half pound, like, it was so months, you know, to get them to that one stage. And now they're going to start putting on half a pound a week. That is wild. And like we've been saying, this is why there's going to be more discomfort in the third trimester because things are just going to start progressing at a much faster rate. So at this stage of pregnancy, baby's position is most likely head down. And if not, they will be starting to turn and move head down in preparation for birth. So that's how they should be. So I've had a little bit of an issue. And when I go into the doctor next, I'm going to see what's going on. But last few times that we've checked, my my baby has been in the breech position, which I'm sure most of you know what breech means if you don't, because I didn't when uh, the doctor first told me this, but breach is basically that they're, they're head up, they're head up. Um, and we still have plenty of time right now for baby to turn, but I'm starting to get a little bit nervous that he's not turning. I can really feel him. Um, he's like, he's very lopsided in my body. Like he, I, I told you guys, I have scoliosis. I've been carrying my belly really weird. He has been like totally on the left side of my body. Like my whole, if you like look at my belly straight on, like he is just chilling all on the left side on the right side it's like it's like just his like little feet and legs dangling there but most of his body and head are on my left side and I don't know if he's like stuck I don't really know what's going on um but when I go to the doctor next I'm gonna see I'm hoping that he's starting to turn because what they say is if your baby's in breach you're most likely gonna have to deliver a a c-section which I don't we haven't really talked about birth much I've been avoiding the topic I'm terrified of having a C-section, like absolutely terrified. And I know women go through it every day. It's become very common. It's become very safe. Some women even prefer a C-section birth over a vaginal birth. I'm just really scared. I've had a couple friends have some pretty bad experiences. I don't even want to share them on this podcast because I don't want to scare anybody. I know like people have started telling me their birth stories and I'm like, Thank you. But like, to be honest, like, I don't want to hear about it. Like, I just don't, I don't want to hear anything even slightly negative. Like, I just want to hear positive things. Maybe that's bad. Like, maybe it's good to be prepared that things can go wrong. But I'm at a stage right now where I just don't, I don't want to hear any negative shit about birth. Like, I'm just, I'm just not, not there mentally. I'm not prepared. Yeah. So kind of scared of a C-section. I'm hoping this kid starts to turn. Um, and like I said, they should be at this stage in pregnancy. Uh, another thing that's going on with baby is their brain is developing rapidly at this stage. So the surface of your baby's brain is actually beginning to wrinkle 
at this stage and the wrinkles are called convolutions and that that means that they can hold more brain cells but um, rapid development happening in the brain. Also, their little hands are now fully formed and they may be feeling a little grabby. So in an ultrasound, you could even catch them like holding their foot. They're grabbing different parts of their bodies. I thought that was kind of cute. And this is interesting. Now that your baby's brain and new fat cells are regulating body temperature, the lanugo, which I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but that's the soft like downy hair covering your baby's body at this stage is starting to disappear and because it's because they don't really need that furry coat anymore but what's weird is you may actually see some leftover strands of fur on your newborn's back and shoulders when they're born and that's what it is it's the lanugo Another big change at 30 weeks is your baby's bone marrow has completely taken over production of red blood cells. And this is an important step for your baby because it means that they'll be better able to thrive on their own once they're born. So that's great news. Love to hear that. Um, They are developing so rapidly at this stage. And like I said, every week that goes by, they just have a better chance of making it out in the world in case, you know, in case they're born early. So I always like to, to every week that I see go by, I always like have a little mini celebration myself. All right, let's talk about some tips and to do's for the week. So I actually knocked two big things off my to-do list this week. You guys may have already done this. I'm sure most of you actually have already done both of these because you're probably much less of a procrastinator than I am and more on top of your shit, hopefully. But I finished my registry and registered for birth at my hospital, which (laughs) not, you know, pretty big pat on the back for me. You know, I, I have been just putting these off for weeks and weeks and weeks. And my girlfriends who are so kindly putting on my shower for me have been like harassing me the last like three weeks. They're like, we really need your registry. They actually sent out my um, shower invites without my registry info on it because they're like, we have to get this out. And you're just like, not, we don't have your registry. So I finally got that done. It took me hours. It was so, it took so long. Like it took me way longer than I thought. Um, and it was really annoying. What Brandon was laughing at me. He's like, do you know how many women like love doing this stuff? I'm like, I am not one of them. I don't know what to tell you. Like it just, it just, it was very daunting. Um, and there's just so much baby stuff. Like I was going through this registry. I'm like, Oh my fucking God. Like there's just so much you need and it's very overwhelming and it just kind of, I think starts to make me feel like, again, like I don't know half of what I'm getting myself into (laughs) kind of deal. You know, when you start like putting on the baby wipes and the baby creams and the nipple butters and the, you know, pacifiers with the fucking, thing that allows you to put medicine through them. I don't know. There's lots on my registry that I'm like, Oh my God, this is, this is a lot. Um, the only tip I will say that helped me with my registry. And I, I think I mentioned this the last time we talked about it is I basically copied a friend's you know, there's just, there's so many different types of products. I did not want to like do the research. So I used shout out, shout out my friend, Lauren, who is like, she's a big researcher and she's like, 
you know, much more on top of this shit than I am. So I knew looking at her registry, I'm like, oh, if that's the bathtub that she chose, it's probably the best bathtub available. So that's the best piece of advice I would give you guys is, um, is, <laughs> is plagiarize your, your registry if you're able to, cause that, that helped me a lot. And it still took forever, even though I was basically copying my friends. Registering for birth. Hopefully most of you have done that by now. It took five minutes. So wherever you are, if you haven't done it yet, just do it because it feels good to knock it off the to-do list. I can tell you that much. Another tip for this week is to do a hospital run. So many people suggest doing this now. Just And a hospital run is basically just driving to the delivery center of your hospital so that you know where it is. Because I know where my hospital is, but where the delivery center is a little complicated. Like the parking for it is on like the third floor of one of the buildings. We haven't done this yet, but I do like this tip. And I've been telling Brandon we need to just go run over there and do it. So that's like one thing you don't have to worry about if you do go into labor. Another tip at this stage of pregnancy, this just really happened to me this week. I I started talking about it a little bit last week, but this week I was like, oh, it's happening as um, needing that belly support. Cause I, I feel like my belly has even, even since leaving our baby moon, I'm like, oh my God, like I have grown a lot since the beginning of that trip to now. Maybe it's cause I ate a lot on that trip. I don't know, but I'm definitely feeling bigger. I'm definitely feeling the weight a lot more and I'm like feeling it kind of pull my lower back forward. And they say belly support is a great um, thing to add at the stage of pregnancy. I just got belly support leggings that I really like because it's not like a separate. I haven't gotten a, the band yet. I think we talked about that last week, but there's bands that help lift your belly up. But I just got these belly support leggings that I that are helping and they it feels it it already feels better than than my regular sweatpants. And I have people have asked me on Instagram like we've we've chatted about like different legging options. I've tried a bunch of leggings. I live in leggings usually. Um I I love the Lululemon Align leggings like throughout pregnancy. I basically a friend told me to get those and then size up, so I got like a higher size and they have they have worked wonders for me all pregnancy, but now that I need a little bit more belly support, I just got the Blant Blant Key B L A N Q I leggings. I got served a bunch of Instagram ads. I was influenced. I tried them, but I actually love them. I got them in two colors. I think I'm about to get like two more because I, like all my other leggings are done. Like I can't even like fit into any of them comfortably. A lot of them have like tight bands around the waist. So I'm liking these Blanky leggings a lot. And I got a discount code. So follow me on Instagram and you'll you'll get that. Or DM me if you don't see it. I'll, I'll give it to you. Another tip for this week. So you want to keep up with the Kegels (laughs) and we've talked about this before, but this is getting really important, especially as we move closer and closer to birth, but a stronger pelvic floor better supports your uterus, bladder, and bowels, which can ease pregnancy and postpartum symptoms such as hemorrhoids and urinary incontinence. So I got a tip for doing these because I... I always, I think I'm doing Kegels. I'm like, am I doing these right? I don't, I don't really know. It kind of feels weird. Um, so actually this girl, 
I think it was like a workout video I was watching, but she gave this tip and I was like, oh, that's actually a very helpful visual is that you want to kind of feel like you're, if you're squatting over a napkin that you could pick up the napkin with your vag. (laughs) Does that make sense? But you want to almost, you want to feel like you can suck it up with your, you want to be able to suck up a napkin with your vag. That's kind of the visual. And I know that kind of sounds gross. And I'm sure the guys, the three guys that are listening to this podcast are like, oh, and turning it off. But trust me, like try and visualize that the next time you're doing a Kegel exercise. And I swear it helps. All right. My last tip for the week, because I did read this um, this week, is to put away the heels, which I'm more than happy to do. Let me tell you. But your shifting sense of gravity and loosening joints, thanks to that all-important hormone called relaxin we've been hearing about all the pregnancy, but that those are going to leave you a little bit clumsier than usual. So you want to prevent falls by wearing flats, staying comfortable. A lot of us are experiencing feet swelling at this stage anyway, so you want to you want to just wear some some comfy footwear for the remainder of pregnancy. And that's all I got, guys, for week 30. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to hit those five stars on iTunes. Please leave a little review if you can. It takes two seconds, like a sentence or two, and makes a huge, huge difference. So please, um, if you can, hop on that. Uh, Feel also free to share this podcast on social or send it to a friend you think might like it. If you have any pregnant people in your orbit, share bottle service with them. We we are always looking for new listeners. You can also connect with me on social at Big Kid Problems or on my personal Instagram at Sarah Merrill underscore Hall. I hope you guys have a great week. I hope you're feeling yourselves and I will see you back here next week for week 31 updates. Until then, thanks for bumping along with me. Oh,